Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Professional Insight Podcast. Uh, season 2, episode 32, Trev? 32. Yeah, I'm Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. I'm Josh Bond. I'm Trevor Lindy. And we have the amazing Jacqueline, which is not on camera. She doesn't want to be on camera. I don't know why. Anyway, we've always said that... It doesn't want to associate... Well, admit, no, I, well, I don't blame her. I mean, it'd make the podcast look a lot better than yeah. us for yeah. us four yeah. ugly And ones. now that we've got Leonard Cohen over here. <laughs> yeah. Smooth yeah. sounds. Um, so, okay. Take so when we're, uh, <laughs> we're recording this right now um, on uh, what, February something? No. March 4th. March, March 4th. 2020. <laughs> so we are February in the midst something. of a pandemic. No, we're not a pandemic. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of rumors. Costco's selling out. There's okay. no Purell. There's oh, no... God. Okay. I, I was at Deluxe. No face no, masks. No face masks at the paint stores. Anyway. This is great. This episode's going to be no face masks, no Purell. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. That's so we're in the middle of why we're talking about this, which is a stock. There's a stock sell-off right now. Actually, as of right now, the, the stock markets are actually up today. We just got news today, yesterday, that the Fed uh, cut interest rates by 50 basis points. Yeah, right? U.S. US. The and yeah. then the Bank of Canada just right now, this is breaking news, but you're going to get it six weeks later. <laughs> breaking news, <laughs> six weeks later. Four, we- four weeks late. <laughs> four, yeah. four um, weeks later, breaking you're news. you get it, breaking news. <laughs> Bank of Canada just cut their interest rates by 50 basis points. That's no, hard. when's the last time they cut it by 50 basis 50? points? 50? Yeah. I don't remember. The don't last remember. time, Probably. 50 basis points, they oh, moved... No, they remember. Maybe so. Eight was when the drops started happening. Yeah, right. End of eight, and right? then they they tried raising them. I want to say it was like 2012. They did. That's they right. tried raising Around them, but as time. quick as they raised it up, I think they went up like quarter, quarter, and dropped by half, or went up by half, and then the next meeting they dropped so by half. They dropped. So it, I, they dropped it in 2015 because we had the oil. Was it? Tw- I I remember it being like early to mid, mm. you know, 2010s. Yeah. So for the layman lesser. What 50, is that? Ba- 50 basis points is a big deal. Yeah, because but for the layman listener, what is how, just, what impact just, that does that, okay, does so, that have? On? All right, so what that means, so first, right off the hopper, um, borrowing becomes cheaper. Yeah. So, so if you are currently in the market right now and you are invested in bonds, that means like that... Like me? Like Josh Bonds? Yeah, not Josh Bonds, okay. no. Just bonds, right, in the bond market. <laughs> the bond market is 10 times larger than the stock market. Okay, so if you want actually a clear indication of how the economy is actually going, you want to look at the bond market. It's very boring, but you want to look at the bond like market. Like long-term bonds? Yeah, 10-year, two-year yield. Treasury that's, notes? Yeah, that's right. Government. And so if you're currently in and you've invested in bonds, and basically the bond prices have decreased or um, the interest rates have decreased, that means you are getting um, – Less return on your investment well, on go, the bond. That means so not if you go to if you then now invest into the bond market, you're getting less of a return because money's cheaper, right? Yeah. So, but if you are have already been in the bond market, and let's say let's just use a hypothetical situation, you bought a t- you know a ten year treasury bill yep. from the Canadian government, kind of similar to a GIC. Yeah, it, it, it's the it's the. The government equivalent. It's the government equivalent of a GIC. They'll pay you back in 10 years, right? And then they have a yield rate on there. And let's say that yield rate's 1.59%, okay? So that 1.59% would now be on the market 1.05% because they've cut it by 50 basis points. Gotcha. Okay? I'm using simple, simple solutions here. So that means that the person who has the 10-year treasury bill at 1.59% 
that bond is higher, is worth more now. People will pay more for that because they're getting a higher mm-hmm. yield than mm-hmm. on the open market. Because mm-hmm. so it'll carry it'll carry that extra point five percent for however left, however right. amount of time left. Right, in you a can term. sell you, you can sell the coupon yep. and and just and get your money back, right? So bond prices work inverse to interest rates. As interest rates go down, bond prices go up. Older bond prices go up. Okay, right, and that, and. And that, that's because it, they're dropping the interest rate on the bonds. Right, because money's cheaper. Yep. So a government or or even a corporate, a corporation, why would I, why would I go and lend money at one point five nine percent when I can lend money at one point zero five percent? Sure. Right, and it's the same goes for now. Mortgages are going to get cheaper. So in theory, what you should be seeing in the next what couple days or so. You're going to We've see actually already start. The start. bond yields have already started dropping Correct. prior to the announcement. Correct. Tip. Actually, the bond yields started dropping because of the Fed announcement. Sure. Correct. Um, the American. The American yeah. Fed announcement. Uh, because of that happening, we've seen bond yields in Canada dropping. Right. So we've already started to see relief on the fixed rates, which is what drives. So, uh, from your point of view, if you got someone closing Friday, are they scrambling to call you to see if they can get reapproved? If it's closing on lock in at something higher, and you're like, oh, they just dropped. The only products will 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 adjust their interest rate up till. A a lot of lenders now require you to ask. They just don't want to give it to. They're not giving away the farm anymore. They leave that up to the broker. They leave that up to the the client to come in and ask for that discounted rate. if it's if it's something's closing on Friday, you you're not going anywhere. You're sticking with that lender and asking that lender for yeah, right. as best a price discount that you can get with the with the new changes. So for a layman's and person, some aren't even changing though too. So right? for a layman's person, sure. this is this is a couple of good things, right? So you, your your GIC prices are going to come down, right? Your bond prices are going to be coming down, or your yield your yields on your bonds are going to be coming down. So uh, new mortgage rules are coming into effect in April first in the new budget. April sixth. April 6th. Um, Which we'll talk about on another episode. Which is like tomorrow in this. (laughs) Yeah, so basically, so on April 6th. Might already happen. Right, yeah. So, which means that they'll be changing the rules on that, which means that if your lower five-year fixed drops by 50 basis points or drops in general, you could potentially buy more house. Mm. Because you can be approved more because the rules yeah. are changing. Yeah, well, this will create a little bit of flexibility for the first-time buyers and stuff that 100%. new into the market, right? Which has been a struggle for the last couple of years. So, well, this is—I don't know how much that helps it though, really. But it—it's it just—it's—it's it's so competitive that that first-time buyer price range. Yeah, but, it's, but it gives you a little if, bit if of breathing. They can qualify for I think there's two things coming in in terms of the stress well, test stress is changing a little bit. Stress test is changing, but we'll get that on another episode. Yeah. But yeah, and and. You're yeah, able to sense. get a little bit more house, so you not drastically. Jeff, so the competition we, level goes up just a little yeah. bit. You know what? So now it's between yes. yeah. so, so people ask more for the house, right? <laughs> so this this is going to come out uh, just after Mar- a couple weeks after so this March break. This would have been great this, advice for you four weeks. Ago. This one, yeah, <laughs> right. Well, we but have the we have, we have to do this well. live. That's what we have to do in season three. At this point in time, when you're listening to this, coronavirus is a thing of the past. Well, if, 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 it, if it's Trump, it's yeah. warmed up enough. It's it's gone. It's obliterated. Yeah. Obliterated. Yeah. Fizzled so, out. I, I mean, it's fizzled out. It's done. It, it, listen, this is it's going to run its course. Yeah. Um, the markets are going to get routed, you know, and they're getting routed right now. But it's a great time to buy. It's a great time to buy stock. Get in. Now, get do out you of the, wait a little bit to see if it tanks a bit more. We said this on the episodes before. You can't time the market. Never. Yeah. Right. So classic example. So we're like I said, this is. Uh, March 4th right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, on March 2nd, 
Um, it was a big I, game. It was a big game. Yeah. And then Fed cut interest rates the following day on March 3rd, and the market's Another drop, almost drop. the exact same. So you went can't, from 12, you went can't time, points, you can't time the market. Another 900. And then they're up again today. So see, that's why it's difficult for somebody like me who I'm waiting for a cash injection, yeah. right? I'm waiting for a drop. But when this starts happening, then I get concerned that I'm trying to time the market, right? right? So I'm going to take X amount of dollars and put it in today. And while SOB tomorrow, it jumps a thousand points. It won't. Well, no. I mean, that'd be astronomical. But I mean, do you know what I, I mean? I know what you mean. So you can't. Or, so I mean, or, at the end of the day, I'm telling you that this, this. If you looked at the 10 year average, we're not even close to 2015 levels when 20 when the stock market crashed in 2015. So not crash, but like it wasn't much of a crash. 15, no, but, but it, it went down significantly. Yeah. Right. Um. And so in 2015, we're not even at those levels. So we have a like you have a long way to bottom out before you know anyone but, gets, but gets from concerned. From the layman's terms, you're saying all oh, this is dropping because of COVID. Yes. 19. Yes. The bulk of it. Because the, the impact that it's having on the Asian markets. Well, the factors are shut. Right? So, okay. So, here's right? the example. So, so, back in 2003, we all remember SARS. Mm. So, SARS was Good mainly concept. a North American uh, impact. But at that point in time, it, and it did impact Asia. Mm. However, China, as they say, produced cheap shirts and, and products, right? They, they weren't the... They weren't the the manufacturers that they are now, yeah, the, the economic powerhouse that they are, yeah. they are now. So now go ahead 20 years, almost 17 years. You have Canada, who has it was an export economy, and you have the States, which is a basically a consumer-based economy. Mm. So Canada's getting the crap kicked out of it. We can't get our oil out. We can't get it across rail because of the right now, as of March 4th, the blockades have just come down, right? Um, you've got... You got car parts that can't come from China. You got manufacturers that can't get car parts. You, you got iPhone that can't get iPhones. Well, they're huge manufacturers, right? right? Like they're huge. So, so, so iPhones over finally. Finally. So all tech in general, like things like as an ex- the camera that's in your phone doesn't matter if it's a Google phone, Samsung phone, yeah. BlackBerry. They're all coming from the same sources, right? So that's actually there. There's uh, supply uh, um, supply chain constraints on parts to go into. The manufacturing of the iPhone, so the you, Samsung. So you, when you when you look like at the tool investing, and die for the automotive industry, right? So yeah, like, so the manufacturing is paused basically. It's so all paused. So when you look at when, so when you look at investing, you look at the guts of the company, mm-hmm. and this is why I'm not worried, because yes, it's a dive. Yes, it sucks if you're just on the verge of retiring. Mm-hmm. I, I will acknowledge that, but. Hold the, off if you are. Yeah, but the, but the problem bit. is... The, the, not even the, a year. It should correct itself in six months. Yeah, it, it's going to be tough for the next three to six months. But with, with the Fed and what the Bank of Canada are doing is they're, they're using monetary policy to help stimulate the economy. And this will stimulate the economy. Mm. Because when you look at the guts of an actual um, company, uh, nothing's changed, right? In 2008, companies failed. They went bankrupt because they were on a house of cards. That's not the case right now. So you got you got airlines dropping, you got cruise ships dropping, you got travel agencies dropping. All people are going to travel, people are going to back flying, people are going to go back taking but, cruises. But this is under the assumption that everything with COVID nineteen is going to be the same as SARS passed. So we're just assuming, like everyone's talking right now, three months it's gone and it's all bad. bad yeah, but so but that was what a if very it different time. Even further right now, we don't know that. So it's under it doesn't matter. So okay, and, and they it's going to follow the same path as SARS, right? That's that's the assumption. Yeah, look at Ebola. Lose, there was an Ebola loose, loose, two years ago. I mean, so. it, it, it's it, it's a big scare right now because we don't know anything about it. Right. 
we, we know limited information about it. We don't know. We have no idea if it's and just part the of, start or if it's near the end. We correct. have no like, idea. To, to compare the two, though, we don't know if, because the, the warmer weather mm-hmm. caused the demise of SARS, right? right. That's, that's what started the drop. We don't know if the coronavirus like or COVID. Well, th- this is where the this is where he's coming course, from when he's making. Well, this is where his yes. advisors are coming from and yeah. giving him his talking points and all that sort of stuff. Which I mean, and listen, in reality, certain things do have difficulty, obviously, tra- yeah. surviving. In, yeah, in I'm not. I'm not saying COVID nineteen is going to drop off <laughs> the way SARS does, but you just have to be careful in how you sure. word it. Yeah. So I mean, in in all intents purposes, this is pretty. This is pretty easy. I'm not too worried. I'm just, you know, looking on it right now. Just uh, people are pretty, pretty pumped, and they're commenting basically that it's starting to get cheaper to, to, to buy and to, to lend money, right? But so. see here, the difficulty with well, how low does this thing go now, right? Because we've had low rates for a solid ten years now. So you know what's funny that you bring that up, and I'm glad you. Okay, this is a great segue. What time? How much time do we have right now? Uh, I, I don't know. Ask Jacqueline. Jacqueline, how much time do we have right now? Okay then. Okay, perfect. But Same. we should we shouldn't no, no, depending no, no, on how much the, you got. We no, maybe this, close this one off. Well, we can go no more than twenty minutes. We'll, we'll go for another you know five okay. or six. Minutes. I just don't know how much you got. Okay, so actually, when you look at historical interest rates, okay, and you go back all the way to like 1950, 1940, okay, interest rates were never really above in Canada. Were never really above three percent until the eighties. Mm. So you actually only have you have a fifteen year bubble essentially from the mid eighties till about. You know, 2001, 2003, and yeah. then around there, call it even an even 20 from an 85 to basically yeah. 2005. Let's say, where, yeah, let's say 2005 because I bought my first place in 05, and at that point in time, the interest rate was 5.7. Right. Bank paid the down for me. Right. So it was a little bit of a different, but I mean, even your interest rates were still and in the mid fours. It, it actually climbed higher than that Afterwards. when the bank, yeah, like t- 2008 <laughs> when I got into this business yeah. for the bank to pay the down. You were hovering in the sevens. Okay. Seven. T- I was at CIBC at that time. Yeah. So if we paid the down for anybody, you were taking a five-year fixed at seven two. See, okay. and what were average house prices then? Like one hundred and eighty, two hundred. This was uh, tenants, right? So I mean, oh yeah. Well, so the na- no, so nationally, yeah, yeah. Two, nationally, fifteen two, years ago, I don't even think that high. Right, right now, we're looking including at Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal. Yeah, four fifty five hundred right now. <laughs> yeah, so it was about two. I think it was less. I think it was less than that. Uh, I remember, I remember buying, but I, 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 mean, I bought like in two thousand. Two hundred around there. I for, bought October two thousand eight. We we paid two hundred forty thousand for you a. You get the pigs and chickens with it. Twenty three hundred <laughs> square foot all brick house. Yeah. That was. Is that a two story? Yeah, two story. Yeah. Um, that was. Lean into your mic. That oh, was nice. sorry. <laughs> um, maybe twenty years old. Yeah. Right. Twenty and change. So, right. so yeah, two forty. So. I guess when you look at it, actually, we're at, you, you know, historical without taking out that 20-year little blip in the 80s where there really wasn't any fiscal or monetary policy. It was a huge supply and demand problem with the boomers coming yeah. in, in, in in buying houses in the, in the late 80s. Yeah. So they never had fiscal and monetary policy, specifically monetary policy of cutting interest rates or raising interest rates in order to manage. That was just supply and demand that drove it up. So when you Markets say, took care of themselves, right? Well, but now we've got strong fiscal and monetary policy on both sides of the aisle for government that actually help inject and, and help regulate the markets. So technically speaking, taking out that 20-year bubble, we're actually normal. 
Like, you don't see uh, in interest rates over 3%, historically leading 40 years before that. In my lifetime, the cheapest that I've seen the interest rates are... Right now. Well, I don't know yet right now because I'm not sure the effect that it's going to have on it, but well, it was maybe around 2.5%. Two, two yeah, right? two, two to Between two. 2008, 2000. 15, I would say, like I, yep. I remember becoming a broker or what was that? And under two and sub two. So you haven't well, seen sub two. If you were in a variable rate, yeah, variable, variable for sure. If you were in a I'm variable, talking five year fixed. Yeah. Five right? year fixed. Yeah, but variables were under sure. two. Sure, hundred percent. Five year fixed. <clears throat> I got my broker license uh, September October 2015, and I was doing deals for clients in spring of 2016. Two thirty fours. I remember one one nine five variables and all yeah, that. So yeah, so variable, yeah, but yeah. fixed actually, rates. We were you know, in. You the, take the, historically. This is this is where I remember that rate. Are two three four. Yeah, and I think we're well I, right now. Um, Alterna Bank, uh, credit union out of out of Ottawa, uh, just got an announcement yesterday. Two forty nine quick close, uh, five year fixed insured, so less than twenty percent down. Wow, two forty nine wow. already before. This announcement so now, from Bank of Canada. I, this is a personal question for Josh, right? I'm. You talk yourself in first person. Uh, gonna say for my me. son's been. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, gonna ask himself. A but question. I mean, my rate, my my term expires in a year. Yes. Paid off. But <laughs> now, should somebody like myself be looking at a blend and extend or a new mortgage product? And that was there's a lot you, of you and I were having that yeah, personal conversation the other I'd put day. It on the, and you know the the whole comment that I made to you is where the rate where your rate is sitting right now because you're two six four you're in that mix yep. of the the mid twos unless we start to see a significant drop and you've got to we've got to do a comparison between what you're looking at a penalty because at the end of the day whatever that dollar amount is for your penalty even if we do a blend and extend that gets con- that penalty ten thousand. 3,000, whatever it is, gets converted to an interest rate. So although we, let's say it drops to two, but your penalty maybe is 12,000, that difference in interest rate might put you at a two and a half, a two, six, four. Mm -hmm. It might keep you where you are. The only advantage you'd be, yeah, the only advantage you'd be buying for yourself is four additional additional years than what you have right now if it was a five-year that we were well, who knows where it goes we were doing that for. Now, well, that's and right. that's the trouble, right? And I, my comment I always make, if I had the crystal ball, I'd be retired. Sure. Right? So would you, I or would you don't still know. Work? I'd work. I'd, well, you know what I mean, though, right? Like, yeah, I, well, I don't know how to run a <laughs> of CR Smith Financial. You'd be retired by now. That's right. Oh. There we go. Oh. <laughs> uh, where are you retired then? I love my job. <laughs> okay, then we should wrap it up. I think they're bored. I'm yeah. listening to us. Uh, thanks very much, everyone, for listening to us. Um, please share and care, and, and thank you to our sponsors, Brand Wash Bolvar. your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> wear a mask if you can find them. And uh, yeah, that's it. Help us help you stay informed. Thanks. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. 
follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.